Welcome to Let's Get Real Estate. We're your hosts, Marianne and Ellie, and we're creating a space to talk through some of the most important topics in life, career, parenthood, homeownership, community, and so much more. We'll have honest conversations with each other and with guests as we learn and grow alongside one another. We work at the number one real estate company in Jacksonville, but we're invested in our community beyond the transaction. We hope to be a resource to you in your real estate goals and as working women. Real women, real estate, real community, real life. Welcome back to the Let's Get Real Estate podcast. I'm Ellie, and we also have our other host here, Marianne. Hello. We are so excited to have you back. Uh, We know you are very busy people, as are we. We are constantly managing way too many things at a time. So even podcasts are a way that you can maximize your time, gain a bunch of information, even as you're in the car, out for a walk, whatever. So we would like to be a resource to you in that as well. We are always looking for strategies to help us fit everything into our schedule, balancing work, life, home, fun, all of the things. So we wanted to bring in a guest that we work with, um, Leah Miller. She's someone we work with at a title company, but she also is just the epitome of finding so many hours in the day that most people probably don't know exist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Leah, tell us a little bit about you. Well, I um, grew up in a small town, South Georgia, um, have one brother, older brother, and um, went to school at the University of Georgia, moved to Atlanta. It was fun for about two or three years right after college and then decided that it was just a little too big for me, a little too transient. So I started looking, found Jacksonville, thought it was a great place, still pretty close to my hometown, only about three hours away so I could get to my parents and family if I needed to. So I moved here in 2004. I was 24 years old when I moved here. Didn't I knew two people? One of those, which is my my current husband, although we were only friends at the time. Love that. And um, just started working for Riley. He had just started his um, company, and I was like, okay, well, I need a job to move to Jacksonville. I'll take it. But I'm a broadcast news major, so I same was think- same. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I'll look into the news stations or whatever and find a job. And um, so in 2004 is kind of when that first boom happened. So this huge bubble, and like we were slammed. And I loved real estate. Um, I loved the people. I liked what I did. Riley's a, been a great mentor and coach, and he just pretty much taught me the industry. And so long story short, I never found another job. I pretty much <laughs> stayed there um, and just learned the industry. So here I am almost 17 years later, wow. um, just kind of moved up through the rankings. I did take a small break when my youngest was um, after he was born and just kind of helped out with marketing and did like a closings when needed, but pretty much seen the company run from like a really small, um, you know, two, three person operation to like t- 25, 27 employees, nine attorneys. Um, but I do what, five locations. Yes. Five, five locations. locations. And, um, I do have two small children and a husband and a home. So that balance is sometimes difficult, but I'm, I enjoy trying to, it's like almost like a game for me. <laughs> Love <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's always kind of what it is. Like, how do we fit it all in and fit right. it all in well? But I don't know if there's like this meme out there that's like you have the same hours in a day as Beyonce does and I would beg to differ about (laughs) Leah Miller like I feel like you have way more hours in a day than I could ever understand what to do with because you accomplish so much oh thanks um so what's really fun about us is our companies get to work 
together yes. a lot clearly on real estate transactions. Um, they're our preferred partner in terms of a title company. So when we work with sellers, we'd love to encourage them to work with y'all. But we also have awesome personal relationships and just get to know a little bit more about all the different things you manage. So let's talk time with a few rapid fire questions with each other. First, what time do you typically get up in the morning, Marianne? I get up between 6 and 6.30, depending on the day. Okay. 4.35, to be exact. <laughs> See, we're already learning so much. <laughs> it needs to be that exact. <laughs> I, I, I do have to make a little comment about that. So between 6 and 6.30, but it has to end on an odd number. So it'll be like 6.27 mm-hmm. or 6.03. I love odd numbers, too, and most people like even. It's it's weird, yeah. and it drives my husband absolutely nuts. He's like, can't you just set an alarm for 6 a.m.? And I'm like, no, it has yeah. to be 6.01. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, mine's 6.30, I mean, excuse me, 4.35 with a backup alarm at 4.37. <laughs> Two <laughs> minutes, that. let's go. I, <laughs> I would like to say I'm super consistent. It totally depends on like whether or not I teach a pure bar class in the yeah. morning or something, but mine is anywhere between the like, 6.30 to 7.30 range, I would say. Yeah. But that varies. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> and my, I have a lot of alarms. <laughs> I do try to sleep in on the weekends. Yeah. But not so, during to what? What is your sleep in? 6.45? Six, six, six. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't. No. <laughs> that is not sleeping. But that's not with an alarm. Like, you I just, just naturally wake up. Wake up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I can see that. Okay. What about how long does it take you to get ready? Uh, it takes me about probably less than five minutes because I have everything laid out the night before. But ask me how long it takes to get my family ready. That's that's a good 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, well, I, I guess I'm debating. Like, I have two get ready times. Like, I get up at 435 and I have to be leaving my house at like 450 to get to the gym. So that's about 15 minutes. And then in the, but then when I come home, it's like a whole other thing, like with my family. So if it's just me and I can be ready like totally ready in under 30 minutes. That's my goal always is like, you know, showered hair, makeup, everything done and walking out the door within 30 minutes. Yeah. I'm with you on the workout in the morning front. Like if I have to get up to teach, my alarms will go off at like five 15 or so. And I have to be at the studio at five 30 and it is a genuine, genuine, like roll out of bed, brush my Mm -hmm. teeth. I'm already wearing the leggings. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that is like a quick turnaround. I have very long, hair so if I have to shower and whatnot Mm. it's quite the process yeah but I feel like I average around 30 minutes okay what about what time do you typically go to bed I would say it varies but typically not before 11 um and it ranges between like 11 and 1 yeah I'm a night owl (laughs) um well I'm a morning person and I and I like to be like literally laying my head down on the pillow by nine PM. Oh my gosh. Is your so, whole family asleep at that point? Oh no. My, well, it's getting dip, more difficult as my boys get older, especially like the older one. He's like, why do I have to go to bed? And I'm like, well, because I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and that changes some on the weekends. Um, normally, um, I guess I'm a very goal oriented person. So like I have a goal of like nightly sleep of at least seven hours. So if I go to bed at nine, I know I'm going to get at least seven hours, but you know, like last night, because of basketball practice, I didn't get to bed till 9.45. And then on the weekends, I do stay up and watch movies and stuff like that. So yeah. sometimes it's 11 or 12 before I go to bed. Right. But that's what I always tell my husband. I'm like, I don't mind staying up. The problem is, is that I'm still going to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So. Oh, that internal alarm. Yeah. I do not have that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I definitely am a night owl more than anything. I try to do the same thing on my phone with the like goal of a 
time of seven hours, but I never usually hit it. It's definitely like after 11 most nights, but my phone would tell me I go to bed at 1025. (laughs) So we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay. What about what is your very favorite time of day? My favorite time of day is right as the sun is setting in the evening. We um, recently moved onto the river and we have this amazing view of the sunset and it kind of signals to me like my work day is finishing up. My time with my kids kind of really starts then. Um, And so I think my brain has started just kind of signaling itself like, hey, it's okay to unwind at this point. So depending on daylight savings, you know, that might be five o'clock. That might be 730. Um, for me, it's the morning. Like it's usually after I get home from the gym and I have a cup of coffee and I feel like even on the weekends when I don't go and if I just have a cup of coffee and I'm like, it's that time where no one's awake and it's just that time of like, Oh, I have a whole day ahead of me to accomplish all these things. Does it get accomplished? Maybe not. But at least I have that like positive, you know, vibes that it's, I'm usually pretty positive person anyway. So it's like, okay. Let's do this. Right. For sure. Yeah. I would definitely say mine's sunset too. I love to watch a sunset period. And then I think that is like the transition time of like, okay, here's everything I did get done today. Um, and kind of looking ahead to what's next, Mm -hmm. but more so on a relaxing standpoint. Cause at that point there's usually not a ton on my schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a good reflection time, whether it's in the morning or in the evening. Yeah. So true. So true. Okay, so let's bring it all home. We need to talk about how to manage it all. Clearly, the business of real estate is not one that's Monday through Friday, nine to five. There's a lot of going things going on all the time, and there's not really hours in which people um, pause on right. something as big as buying a house. Um, so there's a lot to manage all at once, but then also on a personal level, um, real estate isn't the only thing, clearly, anyone just does. So... Um, really want to target a lot of these questions for you, Leah, because you do seem to manage and maximize your time really well, but I'm sure we'll chime in with different strategies and things that we've learned, but how do you, you prioritize what to spend time on? Um, well, it, at home, it's really more about my, my kids and, you know, and my husband and, um, it's been, I'm not with them a lot, a lot of the day. Um, I want to make sure that, when I'm there that I'm listening to them and I can help them with their homework if needed. And just kind of, you know, especially on the weekends, I know that real estate is not necessarily a Monday through Friday, nine to five, but I, you know, that's the time that I have with my family and that's the most quality time that I get with them because our days, you know, by the time I finish work and my husband finishes work and we eat dinner and we do sports, like the days just get eaten up the weekdays. And so I think that for, for me at home, it's like spending time with them. And so my house might look trashed some of the time but I mean you know I have to weigh that in my mind of like do I spend this next hour like cleaning while they're sitting there on a video game or do I like actually try to do something with them and and it, and it goes back and forth because I do have to clean my house right. obviously but um but then with work I always and this is one of the things Riley has worked with me over the years is like you don't want to just be reactive you want to be proactive and mm-hmm. so it's sometimes very difficult to be that way in real estate because it is a very customer service centered industry. And you want to like, if you're like anything like me, like I want to make the client happy. I want to fix it. I'm a fixer. Um, but I also have to realize that like, I can't do that all the time. And like, if someone doesn't respect the fact that I have two kids and a husband and right. something else to do, then maybe that's not the best fit for me or, you know, I'm going to get back to them. I will, but they have to understand. So I think for me with priority and work is like, is this a life or death kind of thing? And 
is it closing tomorrow? Right. Because if it's not, we can fix it and we can work it out. It might not be right this second. Um, but there's time. But there is time and we'll make time. So, you know, just how soon is it closing? How fast do you really need this done? You know, that kind of thing. Definitely. I think, I think too, to that point, um, I used to preach this to my husband all the time, who's also a small business owner. And I used to say, um, you know, you're not a surgeon. Like, no, th- it is not life or death in your industry. I mean, I couldn't say that, like, if he was a surgeon, right? And then he started saying it back to me. Right. And it was like, it may feel very urgent slash, you know, like it's an emergency, but in the grand scheme of things, there truly is a solution for everything. Yeah. And- and, and it may be that there's a delay or there may be that, you know, not ideal for any of us to have right. delays, but um, we can't compromise our own like mental sanity to ensure that, you know, our entire time is spent being is, is being spent trying to prevent delays or um, I don't know. That was a no, no, I no, And I think kind of what you're saying too is it's like really important to identify what your actual priorities are because that will help you prioritize how you spend your time too. Like once you know that clearly at work, your customer is your priority, but your priority is more so the person that's closing tomorrow rather than in 24 days. So you're going to spend your time attentive to that person. Um, And then same with home life. Like if your kids are clearly what's most important, then for sure you're going to find time in the schedule to clean the house. But if your number one priority is to be present with your kids, then that's where you maximize that time. Right. Or kind of shift. Well, and my husband's always said to me, Leah, what is the worst thing that could happen? If, if like, and yeah, that's good. Cause I'm a worrier and I'm like, you're right. If the deal doesn't close, like, Clearly, you know, the worst thing that happens is they take it somewhere else. And I mean, like, I can't help that that happens. And obviously I would do anything. I try not to let that happen. But if it does, like, I still have my health. My kids are okay. Our company's still okay. So that's that's that mentality that when I'm trying to prioritize something, too, that I kind of think, like, okay, what needs to really happen? Because if the worst happens here, this could it could be bad. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, almost calling out what the actual worst situation is so that— it makes it really not so bad. Exactly. Right. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So what are some things you've done to cut back or um, streamline your schedule? Um, well, I would have to say at home and personally, it's like me getting ready. Like it, you know, if my hair doesn't get dried and curled, oh, well, that's, right. this is me. This is what you got. <laughs> so you know? um, I will say, I feel like quarantine for that for me was a big thing because I love to like have my hair done, have yeah. an outfit together. But then once everybody's on zoom all the time and nobody put makeup on that day and you don't know the last time you've washed your hair, I'm like now in person, I have a little bit less of like, I need to be presentable because everybody's seen me that yeah. way anyway. Yep. <laughs> and I think other things are like, I love to cook and I grew up in a family that we didn't eat out very much. And you know, you had a nice meal every time. So I've kind of let that go a little bit. I still cook almost every night. Um, I, we, we try to go out no more than one, one time a week. Um, but it's like, okay, I'm just going to run, get a rotisserie chicken and some chicken fingers, and then I'll make the sides or something like that. Not, right. it doesn't have to be, um, or if it's just been a really long day, I'm like, we're ordering the loop. Like I can't, yeah. I have to, the, those kinds of things have, have kind of, I've had to just and the and then the other thing with home and really this is work related too is like I'm I have stopped trying to overcommit myself so much. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, can you bring in the cookies for the school? Well, I could make them because I love to bake, but like, do I really? Ha- 
do I really need to do that? And right. do I have the time to do that? Like, it's just going to stress me out more to have to make homemade sugar cookies than to really go buy them at a store, which honestly, a seven-year-old would probably have loved the Publix ones. <laughs> so you know, true. Actually. Um, and the then, one with the weird frosting? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. They all love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so good. Yeah. It tastes a little like soap. <laughs> <laughs> but at work, it's kind of like, I've really had to learn how to delegate um, because you know, when you move up and, and I've started managing other people, like I just, I can't possibly do it all. Right. And so, you know, asking, and I'm not necessarily the greatest at asking for help. So that has been something that I've really had to um, learn how to do. And, you know, Hey, can you please respond to this email for me? Or can you reach out and do this for me? And it's, it's kind of free in, in a way, but it's also finding the right people that you trust to do that. So because true. I think that was where for so long I didn't have that and the, that trust thing. So really it's just, you know, letting go of a few things. Right. Yeah. I will say I was the part of a mastermind a few weeks ago. It was the top 5% uh, producing agents in Northeast Florida. We're all gathered in this room sharing strategies. And one thing that kind of kept coming up that I, I really walked away with was this idea of, you know, basically writing out your responsibilities and picking those ones out that cause you a lot of stress or, um, that you can trust someone else to do and, and looking at, you know, where you can spend your time the most effectively and, and also enjoying what you do and being able to delegate and leverage some of those tasks that you may not enjoy, but maybe somebody who's more organized yeah. doesn't mind doing. 100%. And, and, and I, and I took that and I was like, gosh, yeah, that, that works professionally, but also personally. Right. And that's when like my husband and I, we talked about, you know, what chores do we not mind doing? And then what are those chores? And both of us were like, we are not going to mop this house. Like it just will never happen. We've got the Roomba, but it's never going to be mopped. So for us, that was leveraging a housekeeper who comes what, you know, once or twice a month to do those, those tasks that we simply just don't want to do or that stress us out. Absolutely. That's the conversation we're having right now with, um, lawn care. Because mm-hmm. like transitioning from renting to now owning, that's clearly now yeah. on my plate. And it's not something that with everything I have going on, it's not an extra responsibility that I want to add to my plate just to find the time to do. And it will stress me out to keep watching it grow yeah. because we're in Florida. Tell and- me you've mowed since October. Oh. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of Although course. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really helping me out. Um, but that's one of the things that I think like, especially my dad has looked at me and been like, I mean, just buy a lawnmower and do it yourself. And I'm like, I first of all, don't want to. And I just don't feel like I have the window of time, even though my yard is so tiny and would probably take eight minutes that I would rather leverage someone else where I can have the piece that I know it's going to get done on a regular basis, that it's going to look good. And I'm not going to have to work in my schedule, making it look good. Mm -hmm. Right. I can trust someone else to do it. Like me, I get, I hate unloading the dishwasher. So now my kids (laughs) have become their job. Yeah. They can almost reach the top shelf. (laughs) (laughs) They do stunts or put on each other on shoulders. I help them now, but one day I'm hopeful. Oh yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Okay. So what are some tools that you use to keep track of your appointments or like really to maximize your time? So I'm very old school and I love like a good old school planner. Um, And actually my mom bought me a super great one last year for Christmas, which I love. But COVID happened in March, and that kind of really – I was doing so good with it until that happened. And then with everything going on and my kids being home and, you know, with um, 
working out of it, everything just changed so rapidly. So I really depend on my phone a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. for I, I kind of like, li- I feel like I live by my calendar because I'm like, if it's on there, I try to be really diligent about looking at least the night before, but definitely like weeks in advance and like saying, okay. And then, you know, that way too, I can plan some time in that when I need to mentally like plan my, for myself. Right. So I'm like, if it's on the calendar, like it's more likely to happen. So that, and then the app that's like, um, the reminder app. Ugh, like, I use reminders yeah. all the time. It, I, I, that's really helped me a lot because if not, I'm like at night, I'm in my bed. I'm like, Oh wait, I got to do this and this. And then the next morning comes and I'm rapidly getting ready and I forget, but that, that I can set like an alarm to go off. Right. And so if I know it needs to happen, and the other really kind of weird thing that I do is I'll be in bed and I'm like, oh, I need to do all this. And I literally send myself an email of mm-hmm. like to-do list. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And then in the morning it's there. If I want to print it out, I can. If not, like I just, I, in that way too, I can sleep better. Like I was going to say, getting it out mm-hmm. of your head yeah. and out of your thought space, that's why reminders is so good for me because I can jot it down really quickly and go back to it on an exact time when I need to start thinking about it. But otherwise like I can still move forward on whatever I was working on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The million dollar question. Do you turn your phone off? I do. Yeah. It goes off at eight thirty-five. <laughs> awesome. Oh and it doesn't come back on until the alarm at four thirty. Now, occasionally I'll like in the weekends, it's a little bit different, but I have really tried hard to like stay off of it totally after that, when it goes to sleep and like not get, occasionally I do, but mostly I don't because I found that if I do that, it, it really messes with my sleep and then the way I just, the, my stress level. And I just have to get away from it for a while. That's something I want to be better about because I think kind of like you talked about just being present enough with your kids in certain moments, mine would be like with friends or family or whatever, when someone can always reach you or there's something always going on, you get distracted by like four other things that are now mm-hmm. on a to-do list instead of just being right where you are. Right. And I actually once after we, when I sit down to dinner, I try to like put my phone aside until my kids are in bed. And then just a lot of times I'll glance at it to make sure just I think it's just habit of like kind of being nervous because it will actually go to sleep and, you know, I don't hear anything. Um, But mostly I try to just turn it off at that point because I am working. Even if I'm at home with my kids, I am working and emailing and texting. Right. Usually until like six or later. Um, And so if I don't do that, it can, I just feel like it's bad for me and my family. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So how do you try to make time for yourself? I just don't sleep. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, really. I mean, I've always been a morning person. And I even, you know, like I even said years ago before I had kids, like one day it's going to pay off because our kids will get it early and they do. So it's like that. Um, but uh, for me, it's working out in the morning. That's like my time. Nobody's calling me. Nobody's emailing me. No one's, you know, hopefully not anyway. Um, and so that's my time. And then the other thing is I really love to cook and bake. So, you know, for me, if I'm baking a cake and making cookies and that's like my art. Right. And, you know, people are like, why do you do that? And I was like, because to me it's therapeutic. Like I'm right. just, I can make something and it tastes good too. So that, <laughs> that we can thing. attest to. <laughs> <laughs> and then like on Saturdays, um, we used to try to go out to dinner like on Saturday nights, but especially since everything that's been going on, like it, I love staying home and just grilling out and like, just making something that is more extravagant than what I've been able to make during the week. So I think those are the the three main things that I do, like making time for myself. I don't really like going out. I love to shop mostly just online, but I don't really enjoy going out to 
stores anymore. Not necessarily for this, but it's just like it's the time factor mm-hmm. for me. It's just I'd rather be home because my I have two boys and they do not want to go shopping at all, <laughs> <Right>. like zero. <laughs> no, that's so true. I think like identifying those things like that working out is that time where you know that no one can bother you and you're focused completely on yourself mm-hmm. and you're doing something productive, which yeah. is really kind of the same as the baking too. Like it's something that you can put all of your attention and focus to, but there is a result at the end that's yeah. super gratifying. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so what about, how do you find a balance between personal and professional? This one has been a little bit more of a struggle, especially since we've gotten so much busier. Um, I'm trying to, like, you know, figure that out a little bit more. And it, you know, when my kids were younger and they really depended on me a lot more, um, it was, I feel like it was a little harder because, you know, I had to fix their food all the time. I had to, you know, entertain them a little bit more. Um, Now it's just like, for me, like, telling myself I've got to stop I have to like put the phone down and I have to be with my kids um and it's I just we don't do a lot else like we are pretty close-knit family and we have friends but I I don't know I grew up in a really small town and like really my friends were my family like I had friends but everyone knew everyone and so it's like every holiday every weekend I was with my cousins and my family so that's always been super important to me and I guess you know, I'm I'm okay with just being home on the weekends because I do run around all week and I'm okay with just getting together with a small group of friends. And that balance is just like, my family is super important to me, but I also really love my job and I want to be there for my company and my, and, and the client. So it's, it's a very fine line on like, okay, this is it. I've done enough for today for with work. Now I'm done. And that's just it usually happens in the afternoon and on the weekends I just cut it off and they, right. you know, I can't really say that I go out with people all the time, but I'm happy that way. You right. know, is you know, that's just, I found a good balance there and that's how I, with professional versus home. Right. I think that's a really great question. Have I done enough today? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's, um, again, like almost creating boundaries around yourself of like, off that priority list of this is what's the most important to me. And then I know I need to turn it off so that I can get to the next thing. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's really the key and maximizing time, energy, effort, all of that. Because I mean, for me, I've found that like I've gone to the point where I'm just burned out. Like I just, I'm done like even at home and at work and I, and and I'm just not my best self for anybody And I think that for, and everybody's different. And this is even what I tell like new moms, like you can read every book you want, but what works for you? Because what I did to get my son to sleep through the night at six weeks did not work for my first son. And it might not work for you. And that's kind of where I find like some people might say like, well, how do you organize and keep up with all this? But I just have to figure out like, what do I really have to get done today? And what can wait? And then if these people are going to be upset with me because they're waiting, then I need to tell them why. Mm, and yeah. and most of the time people are understanding. If they're not, then I can't help it and we have to move on and they, they'll get over it at some point. Right. Um, but, I mean, and I'm kind of like that with my kids too. Like, this is what we're doing today. And if, you, if it doesn't fit in your schedule, this is my schedule. <laughs> right. And right now we're living in my schedule. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, you know, it's that good balance. And like I said, at the end of the day, like so I still have 50 emails, but I'm like, I've gotten everything that I need to get done today right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to wait till tomorrow and pick it back up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that's so good. Having a strict boundary like that is challenging because you are the kind of person who does want to be so attentive to every single thing, but having those almost like rules for yourself. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think the majority of the majority of normal people respect those boundaries. And if anything, I have found in, in our business that, you know, when I set those boundaries or I say, you know what, I don't show houses on Sundays because that's my day with my family, that if I lose that business, it it wasn't meant to be in the first place and I wasn't the best fit for them. But if they do understand that, then I feel like there's the, there's just a, a better understanding of one another. And I feel like if anything, it benefits our relationship greatly, right? They respect me. I respect them. And it's very much a win-win. Yeah. Well, and I think too, I've, I've learned this over the years. It's like, I'm, I try to be an extremely considerate person. Like I always try to think about what the other pair person is thinking. And, you know, everyone's not like that. So, and I get that and that's okay, but that's how I am. And so I'm going to continue to live that way. I can't go to sleep at night knowing that I intentionally did something to hurt someone right. just because it was higher up on my priority list. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Understanding where other people are coming from. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Huge. Okay. Is there anything else you'd love to share about best ways to maximize your time or any advice, anything? Um, I just, I think mainly it's like, I would, you know, set your goals, even if you don't stick to them. And then if, you know, if being prioritizing things is something that you're looking to do, like every day, like think about it. And especially like one day a week, set like an hour away and like, okay, what do I really need to work on this week? What are my top priorities, you know, at home or at work? And, you know, chisel away that it might not happen today or tomorrow. And someday, I mean, some weeks, like I don't accomplish a lot of that's on my list, but at least that it's there in front of me. And I know, I kind of know what I'm, I'm after. Right. I think that's a really good point because I think at the end of the day, everybody is so different. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you're up at 435 and able to function and get things done. I don't know that I would be, but also that probably means that like when I'm up at 1030, like still writing something or doing something that would not be your frame of reference, but having that set list of goals on an individual basis right. is so helpful to mm-hmm. kind of give you almost like a map for what you're exactly. going you're gonna to accomplish that week. Yeah, that's really good. I think one thing too, and I don't know, Leah, if anyone's ever said this to you or if you've thought about it in this way, but I had an agent a few years ago who basically shared this super basic uh, piece of advice with me. She had been in the business for a long time, had uh, older kids at that point, and she she looked at me and she was like, you do realize like you can look at spending time with your kids as an appointment. Right. And I was like, hey, that, like that sounds weird. I've never fe- I've never thought about it that way, but it, it makes sense. Yes. Like I am I'm on an appointment. I'm on a ve- I'm on the most important appointment. I'm with my you know, my family and, and not everybody needs to know exactly what you're doing. And I have found that especially on the weekends when you know, when I have a customer who is is not going to be patient or you know needs to get into something quickly and of course we have lots of resources that can step in and help as far as teammates but I've learned to to look at it as no I'm I'm in an appointment yeah um and that's as far as I really need to go right no that's a very good point and like that's kind of what I, I I try to do on the weekends like if my kids have a sports game I'll say like I can't do that right now I'm in a meeting or I'm at I, I, I tell them I'm at my kids sports game like yeah. it's mm-hmm. important that I be here and when I'm home you know if I'm free I'll definitely get that over to you I have no you know problems doing that but you're right like setting those appointments and and putting them in your calendar yeah. 
Like if I live by my calendar, I need to put them there. And I, that's why I put all of my kids' basketball games right now or football games or whatever they might be in my calendar. Right. Yep. Yeah. Let's get to the root of it all. What are our top three takeaways from today? Top three takeaways. I think what I took away from Leah here is um, one of the first things is identifying the priority. So really diving into what is most important and and having that lined up to get done that day. Um, or within a time frame that that it needs to be done. Um, number two, realizing and avoiding overcommitment, which is very important. <laughs> so critical. I'm walking away with that right now. Um, and asking yourself the question, have I done enough today? And reflecting on the answer and being able to comfortably and as stress-free as possible walk away from the responsibilities that day. I right. think that is such a good question to ask yourself. And if the answer is no, the way I would look at it is, okay, well, I've just added 10 more things to my do list for tomorrow. Right. Not that I need to stay up and keep keep going. Yeah. Um, so I, I loved when he, when you said that you asked yourself that question every yeah. evening. Yeah. So good. So good. Well, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Let's Get Real Estate podcast. If you are more of a visual person, you can find us on YouTube as well. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to this show and also share it with your friends. Maybe someone who needs a little bit of advice and they're juggling too much or just someone who you want to introduce us. Tune in Wednesday, March 3rd for our next episode about all things pivoting with Natasha Burton. She's the owner of Mixed Feelings Pie Shop here in Jacksonville and you're going to love her. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon.